Hey riders and welcome to the EnduroFit podcast. My name is Jamie Reed and I am the head coach at EnduroFit Performance Coaching. This is my first episode and as such I would like to tell you guys what you can expect from the channel. I would like this podcast and my channel to ultimately be a resource tool for you the rider so that you can learn more about performance, your well-being, your time on the bike and how you can enjoy and combine all of that so that you guys get the best experience on the bike. I will aim to do this through getting different coaches and different riders on from around the world to share their experiences in both training and on the bike, get some tips, tricks, hacks, and ultimately have a in-depth discussion into what they're doing in the off-season, what are they doing in the mid-season, and how they prepare themselves for races. I'd like to be talking to other coaches about methodologies. Are they trying anything new with their athletes? Are they doing anything exciting to make their riders better or perform better? And hopefully share all that knowledge with you. So, yeah, let's get into it. First episode. This is something that you will really want to know if you are a rider. If you ride bikes and you want to continuously develop and be a better rider, and enjoy more time on the bike, you need to know the difference between exercise versus training. And I know from the outside, you're probably thinking, aren't those two things the same? I'm afraid they're not. So we're going to get into what is exercise. Exercise is ultimately for the stimulus of there and now. And what do I mean by that? It means there's no intent behind the session. There's no thoroughly thought out plan. It is purely going down to the gym working out you don't know what you're doing that session or that day there's there's no coordination in the exercises being linked together or anything like that you kind of just mooch on down into the gym and think yeah i'm start on the bench and then when you finish the bench you might be looking around the gym thinking maybe do some flies i'll maybe jump on the rowing machine they'll uh, do a couple of pull-ups you know get a good sweat on you know elevate the heart rate tie yourself out a little bit and go home and think yep i've worked out today it's gonna help me on the bike i'm afraid it's not and i'll get into why um exercise can also look like going to a class as well so if you're a you know if you go down to one of these you know commercial style gyms you'll see classes like spin hit boxer size all of these high intensity sort of classes, they tend to be really full and, and for good reason. It provides people with this immediate feedback of they have achieved something, they've worked really hard, they've got a good sweat on, they're tired, they're fatigued from that session, they've burnt loads of calories, and ultimately it, you're left with that you know buzzing feeling, that feel good feeling. Um, and there's nothing wrong with exercising. I just want to say that. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, it beats the hell out of sitting on the couch, watching Netflix, you know, snacking away. But it's just not training. So let's talk about training. Um, have you ever hit like a plateau? You know, maybe you've been trying to get a higher FTP, a higher uh, one rep max squat or bench press or deadlift. You know, maybe you've been out on the bike and... You know, you, you're going for a, a longer 
uh, a longer ride than usual only to hit that like plateau and all of a sudden you know fatigue kicks in and you just feel really weak and you can't quite push past that point it's because you're not training and i'm going to break that down for you now so let's look at training what is training training is ultimately a long term well thought out plan that provides a physiological adaptation over time big fancy words there i know so where where do we start we need to start with point a that is where you are right now in terms of your physical performance and then we look towards point b which is how you want to perform at a given event environment season sport whatever it may be that is that is the end goal um, as such so bringing it back to training what should a training program look like well before we do that we need to really understand as much information as possible about the sport the discipline and the environment in which you want to compete or participate in from that we can then formulate a program that's going to provide an adequate physiological adaptation to help you perform to the best of your abilities in that discipline sport or environment so where do we start all training should start with baseline testing if you've been following me for long enough or you know me you know that i love testing and i will test anyone and everyone for one main there is no reason not to test that is my main reason there is no reason not to be testing and continuously test yourself so we start with baseline testing it, Uh, baseline testing you know it's necessary that we know where you are starting in terms of your physical performance we need to know where you start um and once we've done that we can then look at okay time how much time do you have time happens to be arguably one of the most important aspects when developing a training program most of us think that we have an abundance of time um however in reality most of us have little time to actually train and this is the part where we need to be honest with ourselves we need to be honest about how much time we actually have and that'll become more relevant uh, probably on this podcast actually yeah I'll, i'll jump into it. i'll jump into it now the reason why time is so relevant is we're ultimately looking for adaptation so let's talk about adaptation um the one thing that we're trying to get from training is we're trying to force this adaptation on our bodies so how we do that is we apply a certain amount of stress and what happens from there our body then begins to adapt to this new stress so that stress can be physical stress mental stress but over time or with enough time you will eventually adapt to this new stress so it it's basically in terms of a training program it can be done in two ways volume intensity are usually the the two components but you know you can also have a mix of volume and intensity let's look at volume volume is exactly how it sounds it is the amount of work that you produce every week or every month 
And should you stick to that, that volume will add up to a certain amount of stress that's put on your body. Your mind will then send signals around the body and say, okay, this is what we're doing now. And it will adapt. You have now became fitter, faster and stronger. Congratulations. The next part is intensity. Intensity is a fantastic way to elevate your performance levels. However, I can't stress this enough. It needs to be managed effectively. Um, and it's not something I would put on people who are new to training. You know, and like I say, I wouldn't recommend it to those that are new to training. You have to be really in tune with your body to understand where the limit is and how hard you are pushing yourself. It's very easy to end up injured or overtrained when following an intensity method. So unless you are in absolute tune with your body and you've been training for three plus years with a coach and you, you, know, you know yourself better than yourself, I know that sounds daft, but you know yourself truly and you know where the limit is and you know when to call it a day and when not to call it a day, intensity is not something I would put on those that are new to training. Uh, and then we can talk about the, you know, the combination of both. I mean, I like to use a combination of, you know, volume and intensity, um, you know, and you can do this by increasing the volume, you know, every week and maybe every third week you, you know, you have some intensity in there and every four or five weeks you deload and then, you know, sort of repeat. Um, but this is also where testing comes in. Testing, like I've said, is already very, very crucial. You need to continuously test because you might be on a program for eight, nine, 12 weeks. You haven't tested, you know, maybe you did some baseline testing. Then after week 12, you maybe do some testing only to find that actually your performance hasn't moved in the right direction or it's decreased. You've left the window too long, but we'll get more into testing. I don't want this episode to be uh, all about testing. So just one to bear in mind. Um, yeah, I'd also like to quickly talk about performance. You know, performance, put it simply, performance is how well you have prepared and how well you perform at your given event, sport, discipline, or environment. Um, the performance equation is a multifaceted subject that, this is what truly makes the best athletes. It's what makes the best riders is when someone's got that equation dialed in. Um, and it's not just about physical performance. I think a lot of us out there tend to look at performance and think, ah, those guys must be hitting the gym. Those guys have spent many hours on the bike. There are so many more aspects involved, including mental performance, your nutritional performance, particularly within mountain biking, skills development and your you know how well you perform and how well you can utilize your skills is something that can't be overlooked you know so having all of the physical qualities is great and it's not going to hinder you but you need to also work on how well you know you can process race and how well you can process those hard efforts how well you can process training is also you know a part of playing that nutritional performance happens to be one of the most undervalued underrated parts of 
making a person fitter, faster, stronger. No matter what athlete I've worked with from the very top to the very bottom, everybody's incorrectly fueled. So it's something that, once again, I'll get into it more in, in, in future episodes, nutrition and what we can do to ensure that we are correctly fueled. But it's something that you can't overlook. You need to look into nutrition. Um, so yeah, in regards to the performance equation, try not to get too caught up in what your physical numbers are. You know, performance is bigger than, you know, how many watts you can push, how much you can lift. There are so many different elements involved, like I said, that it's just more than physical. You know, you have to be on top of your nutrition, you have to be on top of your mental performance, on top of your physical performance, and your skills have to be up there. So when looking towards your goal, whether it be a better rider, a race, competing in a season, try and think, okay, the gym is one part, the working out of it is one part, but ultimately look at your mindset, look at your nutrition, look at your skill set, and you want to be training all of those components as much as you can in order to be a better rider. So, yeah, I hope you learned something from that exercise versus training. You do need to know the difference. I hope you now know the difference and I hope you can go away from this and think, okay, I need to start training. I will be dropping an episode every week which will have different um, different components in them. So we might be talking about how to increase strength, how to increase your FTP, how to increase your peak power, how to increase speed. We'll definitely do episodes on your mental and nutritional performance. So yeah, I'm hoping that this is going to be a place that you can come, enjoy, learn from. I want to thank you very much for listening to my first episode. Um, and if there is anything that you would like to ask me, you want to drop a comment, you want to you know, um, drop me a message, you're interested in something, just feel free to reach out to me on any of the, any of the channels and do my best to get back to you. All right. Thank you very much for joining us and catch you on the next one. <laughs>